Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening there, gamers. How is everyone doing this fine day today? I hope that everybody is kicking some tail in SCCWL, that you were able to finish out all of the events and things that we had last week. And uh, I hope that this week goes just as well for you. Welcome back to yet another episode of Clashing in Traffic. Uh, I am your host, Catfish. Thank you for hopping on in the car with me as I drive off to work this Tuesday morning. Uh, so this week we've got a few things to get into and I appreciate y'all keeping me company on my long commute as I, I head on into the office. Uh, first things first, uh, how many of you guys actually went out and voted like I suggested last week? How many of you guys went to the esportsawards.com slash vote and submitted your vote for any of the games or any of the uh, the teams and, and personalities who were associated with mobile gaming. Uh, I hope that some of y'all did. Um, I, again, I really think that, that doing these little things and getting a you know a little bit bigger presence in the mobile gaming market out there can really help us. Uh, in that, if 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 the companies who are endorsing and making and doing good things for mobile games get recognized. Uh, by the gaming industry as a whole, uh, it can only mean good things for those of us who do enjoy playing mobile games. So uh, again, another unpaid, they are not sponsoring me, I have absolutely no connection with anybody from the eSports Awards, uh, but I hope that you will go out there and support the mobile gaming developers and, and content creators and teams and support agencies who are out there helping out in the mobile gaming market. So we had a bunch of events going on last week, and like I always do, I try to complete all of those events at the same time, making one event army uh, and, and seeing if I can get it all done at the same time. This last week, though, was a little bit different in that I had three heroes all down at the same time while trying to use an event army. Uh, I said that maybe I'd post some replays in, uh, in the Discord, um, well, let me tell you, I, I did not have any pretty replays, though. There were a lot of them that were ugly. Uh, having only the Royal Champion as the only hero up, there were several times where things just went absolutely wrong. Uh, I, I, I will not be afraid to admit that, yeah, I had a couple zero-star fails trying to use that event army with nobody but the Royal Champion. Uh, but, even though it was League Reset Week, uh, I was still able to stay in Legend League. Uh, I got all eight attacks done, and that's, you know, at the 5,100 trophies or lower. Um, so once you're over 5,000, up to 5,100, once you get there, even at League Reset, uh, as long as you are getting in your eight attacks a day, you're probably going to stay above the 4,900 uh, cutoff point for getting kicked out of Legends. Uh, I did drop below 5,000 on a couple of those days when I didn't have any heroes up, uh, but was able to stay in Legend League, got all of those events done, got all the rewards claimed from that, so that's uh, going to help a lot of progress on the base and in the lab. Only got one more thing going in the lab, and I'll have my uh, lab completely maxed out again, so that's good. Uh, I was able to finally, I got my Royal Champion up to max, that happened last week, I believe, um, got that one done. Uh, the Grand Warden is maxed out now, and then uh, both the King and Queen were down, heading on up and, and working their way towards max. So everybody's up now for SCCWL. Uh, I have all of my pets up. They're all at five 
and my, I believe my owl is at six. Uh, but those, I keep all those up for SCCWL. We're not requiring that in Knights of Zion just yet because of how long uh, the, the upgrade time is going to be uh, for to get all those pets up to max. Uh, but just for myself, uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of trash if I don't have them all, so I'm going to leave them all up. <laughs> and hopefully that'll help me out uh, in SCCWL. It, it hasn't yet because my I've had some some pretty crummy attacks had to attack late and get stuck with the one base that's left uh, so it's not necessarily bases that have been fitting my style but been a little bit busy celebrating over the weekend so I hope that all of my fellow Americans uh, that you made it through this weekend with all of your eyebrows and fingers and toes intact uh, and that you were still able to enjoy some of the pyrotechnics that were going on out in your neighborhood. I uh, hope everybody stayed safe, lighting up their barbecues and uh, grilling up some hot dogs and hamburgers and steaks or whatever it is that you do for 4th of July uh, in your neck of the woods. Uh, it is one of my favorite holidays um, simply because we always have our family over uh, my, my wife's sister lives in town with us, and she and her husband and their four kids all come over, and we hang out in the backyard, uh, and that's, that is my happy place, y'all. Uh, when I've got a, a backyard full of all of the little nieces and nephews, and then my own kids, my son came into town for the weekend to spend with us, uh, so he was home for a few days. We had both of my kids, all four of the nieces and nephews who live in town in there, and just the giggling happy squeals in the backyard as kids are running around and jumping in the pool and, and enjoying themselves. Uh, that is just fantastic. And uh, then we get to watch the neighborhood fireworks show from the comfort of my own backyard, uh, float on my little raft in the pool and just watch everybody set off their fireworks. And it's a, it's a great time to be had. And uh, I hope that all of y'all who do celebrate the 4th of July is Independence Day here in the good old U.S. of A. I hope that y'all had a great time also. So now on to a couple little uh, little housekeeping items, a couple things going on. Um, as we had that latest spring update in June, um, one of the features that got implemented was the ability to rotate your bases, right? So you go into your, your village edit mode and uh, you, you tap on the little arrows for move all and it would let you rotate 90 degrees at a time, uh, rotate the base. Uh, people thought that that was going to, you know, help, I don't know, make a base look different and kind of confuse people. So now if you've got something that's what used to be referred to as like a southern teaser, right, way back in the day, now it seems like everybody's got... I don't know. I don't know about y'all, but I tend to see, I think, more town halls that are in the west corner. Um, so now I guess maybe they're western teasers. Let, let me know what y'all are seeing uh, at, the, at the town hall 14 level, if, if that is the placement of the majority of the bases that you're running into. Uh, I say that, and then one of the bases that I'm running, I've got my uh, my town hall over in the east corner. Um and I can specifically remember a few that I just hit in the last couple days in war that, that didn't have it in the west corner. Um, but if I'm seeing a corner town hall, I think that might be where they're at a lot. So I don't know if we're calling them western teasers or what. Uh, but you can rotate those things, right? And I think the conjecture was that it was going to confuse Burnt Base. Uh, well, let me tell you all something. The guys that run Burnt Base are pretty dang smart. Uh, I've I've had a, an opportunity to chat with some guys who were friends with them and help provide input. Um, and actually, I found out that Burnt Base, one of the guys, random thing here, 
Um, but as I was, I was doing a little research on them, uh, and, and just did a search, you know, a Google search for burnt base. And some of the things that came up were like the, the LinkedIn profiles of folks who are involved with burnt base. Uh, and I'm, you know, not going to give out any, any personal details here, but one of the dudes who's one of like their, uh, their coders and whatnot, uh, he, he lives here in town with me. <laughs> I've never met him, but I think that's kind of cool, right? That, uh, the class universe can seem so vast that we have people all over the globe who are playing this game. I have people all over the globe who are listening to this podcast. And when I, I don't say that to mean that I have millions of, of listeners. No, there's only a handful of you guys out there who are actually listening. But, you know, you're on, on multiple different continents and all over. And yet one of these big, uh, one of the big names going on in the industry of Clash of Clans right now uh, has one of their developers right here in town with me. Uh, and I, I just kind of thought that was interesting. But yeah, Burnt Base already recognizes if you've rotated it. So anybody who has submitted a screenshot into the Burnt Base bot recently, when you get your results, uh, now I don't know if you see this, if you're getting the DM from the bot within Discord, but if you click on the link to go to the website, uh, to have the website show you your results, it, it tells you right on there that... Uh, this match was found and it was in a 90 degree rotation or 180 degree rotation. So they're already picking up on uh, people who are trying to confuse the bot simply by rotating your base. So if that's one of the, the, the tips or one of the tools that you think you're going to be using to, to make your base that's been burnt better, uh, it, it's not going to work. Uh, it, it might confuse the people who, get conf who prefer to attack from a certain side. Um, but it's not going to confuse the bot. So Burnt Base has already put that into their coding. Uh, so if you are submitting things looking for, for how to triple a base, uh, they're already going to figure that out for you. Uh, so just remember, though, if you are watching those replays on a rotated base, to, to not come at it from the same angle if the thing has been rotated, right? I know that I probably will do that if I, if I watch one of these Burnt Base replays probably going to forget that the sucker was rotated and come in at the wrong side and it's going to go ahead and screw up an entire attack for me uh, so hopefully me warning you will prevent that from happening so what's going on this week anything nothing nothing going on in clash of clans this week oh no 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 we've got that sccwl thing going on uh, so how are we doing in the three main clans that uh that i run in uh cotp plebs i think we have finally found our league uh, we, ever since the inception of that clan, we've been promoted every single month. Uh, we've either been first or second, first, first place most months. Uh, and even though we've been outmatched on several occasions, we've just been more active and gotten in most of our attacks. So even when clans have uh, more town hall, well, heck, we're up against some clans that have some 13s. Well, actually a 14, some 13s, 12s, whatever. Their lowest town halls are, are some town hall 9s and some rush town hall 10s. And again, our highest guys, I think we have three town hall 10s now, and they're brand new town hall 10s, y'all. They were town hall 9s just a week or two ago. So it's not like we're you know running with some pretty heavy town hall 10s. And then we don't have any town hall 12s to be donating siege machines. So our town hall 10s are running with no sieges, and that's just fine. The goal of this clan was to grow it from within and uh i don't think we're planning to bring in any big guys to do donations of siege machines or whatnot uh but we're we're 
we're trucking line right along there. Uh, we are in gold three, and I think that's where we're going to stick around for a little bit. Um, we are, I think we are in fourth place. We are in fifth place, and we are battling right now with uh, the just a, I think, a less than ten stars between fourth and fifth. So that's where we're sitting right now. Uh, the first place clan, uh, Anak Paratau from Indonesia, they've got like a 130 star lead on second place. So they're, they're pretty much a lock for getting uh, first place in there. Second and third place are only two stars apart. Uh, so there's going to be a battle there between those two clans for who's going to grab the other promotion slot. And then there's uh, COTP Plebs and Skipper. Like I said, we're about 10 stars apart battling for fourth and fifth. Uh, and then we have about a 60-star lead on 6th place. So I think it's a lock that we're going to be 4th, 5th, something like that. I, we're definitely not going to demote. We're going to finish in the middle, which is, I, I, you know, I think that's where you want to be uh, in SECWL. You want to find that league where you're going to be sitting in the middle, where you're not worried about demotion each month. If you happen to promote, great. But I think if we were to promote to Gold 2 this month, we would probably end up getting demoted uh, next month. So we don't want to do the whole promote, demote, promote, demote. It, maybe we do. But I don't think we're going to do that this month. Maybe next month as we get some more Town Hall 10s. But now we're getting up against some more active clans. Uh, the Bronze and Silver Leagues, they have a lot of a lot of inactive clans participating. So, you know, you'll, you'll get clans that, uh, that are not getting in all their attacks, and that's usually how we would end up winning in COTP plebs when we would face those clans that seriously had us outmatched. Uh, Eden's Edge. Eden's Edge is in Crystal 1. Uh, yeah, they got promoted last month, so we're up in Crystal 1 this month, and uh, we are neck and neck with Esteo Clash RS out of Brazil uh, for first and second place. Uh, I believe we're actually fighting those guys right now. Um, but we've got, they have 15 Town Hall 14s, and we have five Town Hall 14s. So we're going to we're gonna have to see how this match turns out. Um, it looks like it's in their favor, but if we look at the Warlog throughout the week, we don't have any common opponents yet, so I can't go and say, all right, these guys got X number of stars against this clan that we got X number of stars against. Uh, it, it just so happens that we have not played anybody that they have yet, uh, and we just we met in the middle of SECWL. So this star comparison so far may not be a good indication of anything, but as I look back through the week, the most stars that they have been able to acquire has been 62. The fewest stars that we have gotten in any war so far this week has been 64. So I think we're going to be able to pull out the win, even though they have so many more Town Hall 14s. Uh, but that's mostly because they've got some rushed accounts and a few inactive guys going. Uh, so maybe we'll pull out this win and be able to hold on to first place in Crystal 1. Knights of Zion. We are, we are battling back in Knights of Zion again this month in Champion 3. Uh, we were not planning to actually attempt to promote this month, but then we had a few other guys who uh, ended up popping in and saying that they could participate. So we might just be able to push and promote. We will see what happens there. Uh, it's it's July. It's summer vacation. A lot of people have been out um, on vacations and traveling and whatnot. So we're missing a few of our guys who are normally with us. But we've got back a few guys who are old-timers who have not been around for a little while. Uh, so hopefully they'll be able to help us 
definitely at least stay in Champion 3, uh, but maybe even be able to promote up to Champion 2. Uh, we're currently sitting in third place at 124 stars, and we just happen to be battling the first place team uh, from Syria. It's a name that I can't read, so I, I can't tell you who that is, but I know that their claim description does say that they are from Syria. So we have 124 points in third place. First place is sitting at 141. Fifth place is at 122. So that's how close the one through five spots are in uh, Champions 3 this month. We do have a pretty solid lead on seventh and eighth place. Uh, those guys appear to be a little bit more inactive, like they perhaps missed a few attacks and got a few guys who weren't participating. Um, so I don't think we're going to have to worry about getting demoted. Uh, as far as the promotion, yet again, we had some day one gremlins show up and, and get us. Uh, we had uh, one or two attacks that just didn't quite go to plan. And then day one of SCCWL for us just so happened to be the day that Hurricane Elsa was tearing through some of the islands. And it knocked out power and internet for one of our guys um, who kind of went MIA. We were getting a little worried about him. He hadn't attacked all day. Uh, we'd been pinging him on Discord. I'd been hitting him up on Twitter, uh, comments on his YouTube channel, trying to get a hold of him because uh, he's a guy who's usually around and usually responsive. Um, and we, we were worried about what was going on. And then we kind of pieced together that Peacekeeper Gaming, uh, go check him out, Peacekeeper Gaming, Clash of Clans on YouTube if you want. Um, he is not from the continental United States. He's from one of those islands down there that was getting ravaged by Hurricane Elsa. So he had lost power, lost all internet, and then was more worried about having to clean up afterwards than get in some uh, Clash of Clans attacks. So uh, Peacekeeper, I hope everything's going all right for you and your family that you're... Uh, you know, he said in Discord once he was finally able to get back in there that, yeah, everything's okay now. Uh, they're just doing some cleanup. So I hope that cleanup goes smoothly and uh, that anybody else that's lying in the path of that hurricane coming up, uh, that y'all are staying safe and out of harm's way also. Uh, we have a, an outside chance of getting a little bit of the leftovers from that hurricane in a few days because I, I do live on the coast. Um, I'm not in the direct path of that because I'm a little bit farther north. Than, uh, than where it's supposed to be hitting. Uh, so I'm sure in a few days we're going to get some rain and whatnot uh, coming through here. But that's that's one of the one of the things we have to deal with, uh, living on the coast and in a beach town. Yeah, we do get hurricanes every once in a while. And uh, thankfully, we live in a region who is mostly prepared for that. Yeah, every city's got their issues and problems. Uh, but for the most part, our city does take pretty good care of us and uh, making sure that we're prepared for any of those storms. Uh, so again, um, thoughts and prayers out to Peacekeeper and all the guys that are down there uh, cleaning up after that hurricane hit them. So that, that did mess up our day one. We did lose that, uh, that war. Uh, but like I said, we're still, we're still in the hunt depending on how things go today. Um, we do have, all right. So I don't know if I should talk about this or not, right? Um, in, in, in baseball, when you've got a pitcher who is pitching a no-hitter, the superstition is you don't talk about it, right? Um, right now, I, I don't know what the, the equivalent of a no-hitter would be in Clash of Clans, uh, but we've got a dude that's doing something pretty awesome so far in uh, SCCWL, and uh, I, I think he's kind of... I don't know that anybody else has, has figured it out, but we're four days in... And homeboy's got 12 stars. Uh, yeah, he's four for four on triples. 
and uh, that guy is my man Sircello Pub. Y'all have heard me mention that name several times on the channel. I think I shouted him out twice just last week alone. Uh, but Sircello Pub is rocking it this SCCWL. Some of our guys who are uh, all right. So this is going to bleed into some of the the Clash Files family summer scrim stuff because some of the guys who are on Big D's scrims team were going back and forth about who was going to be the first to not triple and then I think day three they they all didn't triple uh, because the most well anyway I think a couple of those guys didn't triple day three and they were talking amongst themselves and Sir Jello Pup is just kind of hanging out in the background and I got to look into the stats this morning and thought dude's the only one not only has three triples but has four triples so uh that that's good and the reason that that's good is that uh well one it's good for knights of zion as we're trying to stay in champions three and potentially promote but it's also good for me in that my summer scrims team jericho rising just happens to have sir cello pup on it so uh Nicely done, nicely played, Sir Cello Pup. Waiting this long to uh, show off those big guns and be rocking out some SCCWL action. Uh, I have not compiled all of the defensive stuff, so hopefully his base is holding too <laughs> instead of getting tripled every time. Uh, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't scoped out who all's got the lead on the least number of stars given up yet, uh, but hopefully he doesn't have the most given up. Uh, so that's going to lead me into. The Clash Files, Summer Scrims. Uh, we, from the Knights of Zion, we do have three teams entered. Uh, we, we've talked about this before. Big D is going to be leading the team that's going to go by the Knights of Zion. There are, they are our big guys that are hoping to uh, mop up this competition here and uh, come out with a trophy at the end of the at the end of the summer. Uh, there, there's some pretty serious players in there, uh, but none of those guys have been perfect in SCCWL so far. So, hey, what are we going to say about that? Uh, the, the other team is going to be called Eden's Edge, and that's going to be led by Kratos. And I've got the middle team, uh, Jericho Rising. And we're going to do a quick introduction of the Jericho Rising team. So, Jericho Rising is comprised of myself, Catfish, as the team captain. We have WHP0627, a fellow co-leader in Knights of Zion. Uh, he has many, many accounts. He's also a co-leader in Eden's Edge. He's a co-leader in the Use Code Klaus clan and is actually the guy, while Klaus's uh, Use Code Klaus rushed account is the one that's sitting at the leader, uh, WHP, W Parker, uh, I don't even know. He's got a hundred, I don't know, he doesn't have a hundred accounts, but he's got so many accounts I can't keep track of them. But he's the guy who is administratively taking care of everything for Use Code Klaus. Uh, so if you're in that clan or interested in that clan, he's the guy that you're dealing with. Uh, running the Discord, the UCK Discord, uh, with Kratos. Kratos helps him run that clan also. We have Salmonites, and that rounds out the Virginia chapter of the Knights of Zion. You see, the three of us are all from the same state, live a couple hours from each other, and uh, now we've never actually met in person, but hopefully one of these days we will get the Virginia chapter of the Knights of Zion together and maybe have a beer together and uh, talk some shop. Uh, our fourth member is King Zyglon. King is, uh, he's, he's out hanging out with his wife right now, taking some vacay. Actually, uh, W. Parker's taking some vacation right now also. So he'll be rolling back into town in a couple days. King Zyglon's out there, uh, 
took his wife out on a, on a little trip, so hopefully we'll see him back soon. And we have Mike as our fifth member of Jericho Rising. Mike is our resident Marine, uh, so you know he and I, I think we have a couple other guys in the clan who have been in the military. Mike's still active duty. He is home right now visiting with family, uh, so we, we're all currently in the continental United States time zones, which is going to make it a little easier for us coming up and in, in scheduling our matches. And rounding out our sixth member, of course, is Sir Chelopup, another co-leader in Knights of Zion, fellow, uh, well, he, he listens to the podcast, he's a fellow podcast fan, uh, so I thank you, Sir Chelopup, for rounding out this team rather nicely. We are looking forward to our first, first match coming up this week, which is going to be against the Filthy Tryhards, uh, which that is one of the other big teams that I think is in this. Uh, so Filthy Tryhards is from Crystal to join with Carl, Sino, Hero Killer, Frosty, and Ink. Uh, so we're looking forward to our matchup with you guys later this week. Uh, once we have all those details worked out, I'll be sure to, to post something in the Discord server. And uh, while we're not planning to to, to stream any of these matches just yet uh, we'll, we'll give some results uh, as to what's going on for the people who want to hang out and figure out what is going on so Hero actually asked me in the questions for Catfish how well do you think all your family teams will do in the summer scrim uh, well that that's difficult to, to, to know I, I've not really warred against a lot of you guys before we've done a couple events um, that we've done over in the Clash Files family, and I've seen how well some individual attackers are, but I don't know how everybody works as teams, right? And that, that's hopefully we'll, we'll figure that out here pretty soon. Uh, I, I do have some high expectations for our Knights of Zion team, led by Big D. Uh, these, these guys are pretty serious about the game and um, have, have been playing a long time and playing at, at, at some very high levels. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how well they can do. My team, we're, we're not a whole bunch of dirty gemmers, but, but we're a little bit more than, than, uh, than you know, the new players. So I hope that we're going to, I don't know, do better than, than, than average, hopefully. We will see uh, if, if I am just overconfident or if, uh, if, if y'all are going to just blow us out of the water. I don't know. We will see what happens this week. I think it's going to be a good test for us. I, I've seen most of the guys on Filthy Tryhards some of their attacks and uh, I know that we are in for a good matchup so uh, yeah I've got some high hopes there and then uh, Eden's Edge led by Kratos um, I don't know I don't know what to expect we've got some great guys on that team uh, all of them are guys who who make the uh, the CWL roster in Knights of Zion uh, so all of them are capable of competing at the Champions 3 level uh, and hopefully as they are pulled away from the big guys on Big D's team, they'll be able to continue to, to shine and, and do some good things there. So I'm hoping that we all do well. Uh, we've got nine teams in the league, and I believe that at least the original plan was for eight to make the playoffs. So I'm hoping all three of us are going to make the playoffs. Uh, and eventually Big D's team is going to get upset by mine in the playoff bracket. Um, yeah, that, that's what's going to happen, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I do expect that we're going to have some good 
good competition from all the teams, and uh, I hope to see at least one of us on the podium at the end of the league. So now moving into some other questions. Um, the Hammer, Dirty Gemmer from Crystal to Join, asked me, what is a good low acidic coffee? Uh, so I guess we're moving into coffee talk here for a minute. We're going to put this in the middle uh, and then finish out with some other things. Um, so that's a, that's a great question, Hammer. I know a lot of people need the low acid um, either for, for health issues or, or, you know, high acid seems to upset your stomach or, or whatever the reason might be for wanting the low acid. I know that's a, that that is a thing. Uh, my mom actually um, seeks out low acid coffee. Um, so it's, it's, a uh, it can be kind of difficult because there will be some out there that are low acid and that are great that don't, you know, have that on the labeling. Um, me, I'm a guy who likes the more acidic, the more fruity flavored coffees, um, the lighter roast and usually a lighter roast coffee is going to hold on to more of, of the acid. Um, and it, it doesn't all have to do with how it's roasted, but typically the acid is going to be burnt off as it darkens in the roast until a certain point. Because if you start going onto a super dark, um, you're going to get more, you know, more of the char and more of the burn. And it's going to get more bitter, which then actually helps develop a different acid, um, chemically speaking, with that. But there are beans that are grown in such a way to uh, promote a, a lower acid coffee. Uh, one of the good ones that I, I've, I've tried this one um, that that, uh, that I like, it's from a place called Counterculture Coffee. Uh, Counterculture Coffee is, they're all over the United States. They're based out of Durham, North Carolina, but they have, um, they have a roaster down in North Carolina. They have another roaster in, I want to say Monterey, California. It's Monterey. Yeah, it's in the, it's in the Bay Area anyway. Um, and then they have training centers and, and shops that are, that are all over uh, the East Coast, uh, several close there to the West Coast where they have the other, uh, other roastery. Uh, but Counterculture's all over. They're a huge name in the specialty coffee industry. Their Big Trouble blend is specifically um, grown, well, they, they go after beans that are grown in places that are specifically trying to make a low acid coffee. So Big Trouble blend from Counterculture Coffee uh, is a fantastic one for, for being low acid. Um, it's a it's a specialty grade coffee that is starting to get carried in grocery stores and retail stores. Uh, so give me just a moment to get through the security gate. Morning. So they, they're, they're carrying counterculture. I've seen it at like Wegmans. They're starting to carry it at Kroger. Um, I'm not sure where you're located if, if they have those. Um, I've, they're actually carrying them at Target now. Um, some of us that are that are the more you know nerdish of the coffee nerds, um, we won't get them from those places because they've been sitting on the shelf a little bit longer than what we like. Um, so coffee that's, that's more than like three weeks, well, actually more than a week and a half to two weeks uh, from when it was roasted, doesn't doesn't provide us all the pressure and stuff that we need when we're running it through an espresso machine. But it still works just fine. If you're just using a good old coffee maker, uh, it doesn't matter. Um, it'll it'll have what I like about counterculture is that they put two dates 
on the roast or on the bags. The one date is going to be when it was roasted. So those of us who are who are seeking out the specialty stuff, we want our coffee to have been roasted within a week or two of when we're trying to brew it up, um, just for the get the best flavor out of the methods that we're using. But the average everyday uh, drip coffee maker is going to be fine with coffee that is several months old. So they're going to have another date on there that is going to be the best best buy date. I think they probably put like six months out. So check out Counterculture Coffee. Um, big trouble blend. There are several other places that do um, low acid coffee. If they don't specifically say low acid, if you look for tasting notes, so like the, the Big Trouble... Um, Big Trouble blend is, it's a blend of beans from Finca El Puente, Honduras, and uh, Yurikanina, Colombia. The notes on it say caramel, nutty, and round. So when they mean round, it's like a, a, a well-rounded coffee flavor. Um, if, they ha- if, it's a, if they have tasting notes like that, the more earthy, nutty kind of tasting notes, that usually is going to mean that it's going to be less acidic. If they don't talk about being apple or peach or mango, and it's not because they're adding flavors into those coffees, it's just because those are the the, the flavors that are coming through. Uh, if they don't have those fruity flavors listed, then it's probably because there's less acid in it. So you can just look for that, um, look for things that do say like caramel or vanilla. Um, not that it's had flavor added, but just the tasting notes on it and it'll probably be a low acid coffee. My mother actually gets hers. Now, I know that there's a couple guys that go by the name The Hammer, so forgive me if I've got the wrong one, but I know that there was one guy who was going by The Hammer, and I don't remember if it was from C2J or if it was from one of the Clash Files podcasts, because I know there's two guys. One of y'all was from Ohio. Uh, So my mom, uh, until recently, lived in Ohio. That's where I grew up, right? Um, she got her coffee from a place in Kent, Ohio called Bent Tree, and they also have a, um, I think it's a single origin, uh, roast that is geared for low acid. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but if you want to order it and you Google Bent Tree, I know that they actually had it listed on their packaging to say low acid. Um, so that's uh, another good option to look for there if you happen to be the hammer from Ohio. If not... Whatever, still ordered. It, it was some good stuff. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that's a little helpful, and uh, you'll be able to find some some good stuff that you like to use. So what did we learn this week, y'all? Uh, I asked a question last week uh, about what is your favorite sandwich shop. I right? just asked some random question uh, because I was getting ready to eat a sandwich for lunch and thought I'd I'd uh, try to get the community involved. And we learned a few things this week. What we learned is mostly about knob. Uh, Knob is is a classic, y'all. Knob likes the classic BMT from Subway, but with a little bit of a spicy twist to it. Um, it's a great sandwich. Uh, as, as, as long as you, you go to a good Subway, as, as I was talking with and chatting with Knob and some others in the Discord, um, if you find the right one, it's fantastic, right? But unfortunately, there are several that, uh, at least in my area, that just aren't quite up to snuff that they don't know they just aren't as good anymore uh but yeah if if i'm gonna go to subway man the uh the bmt is a decent one so good uh, good pick in there knob uh proverbs 31 and tribe of judah both chose the same sandwich shop imagine that those two who are, are married chose that they like the same sandwich shop so that, that's probably good uh, but they like firehouse subs um 
I do like firehouse subs. They've got some decent stuff. I don't go there all that often, even though there's one right across the street from where I work. Um, I don't know. I just haven't gone as much. But when I do go in, they've got some awesome sandwiches. And what I love about them is that they give back to the community, which fits right in with that new uh, motto that I have going on with the channel here uh, of, of get better. You know, just just make this world a better place. Make your, your clashing uh, better. Make, make everything about it better, right? And Firehouse Subs gives back to the community. They Part of their proceeds always go back towards firemen and, and firefighting organizations um, providing life-saving equipment and, and uh, help with, with firefighters that are recovering from any injuries and whatnot that may have occurred on the job. Uh, so that's, that's part of the reason I like Firehouse Subs. Um, they, they have some awesome sandwiches and they're supporting good causes, which is one of the reasons why this next place is my favorite chain sandwich shop, and that's Jersey Mike's. Um, Jersey Mike's, for one, makes an awesome sandwich. When you go in and you order it, they pull the big old slab of meat or cheese out of the deli case and slice it right in front of you. You know, it's, it's always freshly sliced right there. They've got some good options uh, for things to be made. Uh, so I like the sandwich that they're making. But they also, every single franchise owner, um, the, the, the corporation as a whole, has every single franchisee pick a local charity. So it's not just going back to some big um, charity at the head office. Every single uh, store has to pick a, a local charity. Part of their proceeds go uh, back towards that local charity. And then, for, like, they pick a couple days a year where every single dollar, it's it's not every, how do I want to say it? They're not donating all of the profits that they make. They're donating every dollar that's brought in. So you have to be careful when you when you go to places that are that are talking about donating back to charity, right? Because some of the places donate to a charity, but only a very small portion of what they say is going into the charitable work uh, because sometimes they're siphoning off some of that stuff themselves or they're donating it to a charity that's actually using most of the money that comes in to pay their executives exorbitant salaries or pay for advertising to advertise the charity which is good you know the charities need to get their names out there too so that people know to donate to them but when when you've got too much of your money that's supposed to be going to helping people going into things that aren't helping people i'm just not a fan of that i like to I like to donate to places that are really going to be using that money for good work. So if it's a volunteer-run charity, even better, because now I know that it's people who really care about getting the work done who are taking that money and putting it towards good use because they're not expecting to get a payback themselves. Uh, but, but Jersey Mike's picks local places and donates to them. So, for instance, I, I live uh, in, a, in a Navy town. Um, in a, well, it's a military town. I, I, work, I work for the Navy, work in the Navy town, but there's, there's military all over the place. Uh, my local Jersey Mike supports our local USO. So every, um, every, every time they submit a, uh, a portion of their proceeds that goes to charity, uh, it's going to my local USO or some of the other armed services organizations in the area. Uh, and when I talk about um, the special days that they have a year, it's, it's not just the profit that they're making above and beyond their cost that they're donating to charity. charity. Um, so for instance, say it costs them $2 to make the sandwich that they're charging you $10 for. Uh, they would 
if they were donating profits off of that, they would subtract the price of the meat and the cheese and the bread and all that. They would subtract the price of the labor for paying the uh, the guys who are making the sandwiches, the managers who are running the shop. Uh, they would subtract the price of their salaries from that, and then whatever's left over, the profit would be going to charity. These guys, they say that every dime that comes in on these special days uh, is going to charity. So they're for those couple days a year that they are donating 100% of sales uh, to charity, they're they're actually operating at a loss. Y'all, uh, so I'm sitting here right now in the parking lot of my work uh, recording this as I'm getting ready to drive elsewhere, and I swear to you a rooster just walked in front of my car that I have never seen that. We live, you know, in, a, in the water, in, in a water area, and we see a lot of geese, and I've seen crabs in my parking lot. I have never seen a rooster walk in front of my car. That's weird. Anyway, back to what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, on these these days of the year, every every dime that they bring in for sales goes to local charities. Uh, it's a great organization, great sandwich place. Um, so yeah, it was fun. Um, I'm gonna have to come up with another. By the end of this episode, I'll come up with another question, um, just random uh, conversation starter to ask because I kind of like that. But another thing we learned about Knob was that he used to be a Subway sandwich artist. And apparently, dude was known for making some pretty pretty awesome pizzas on flatbreads and, and, and trying to charge customers 50 bucks for these things or something like that. I don't know. But uh, thanks for the guys who did uh, participate in that little bit of a conversation. That was fun getting to know each and every one of you guys a little bit more. Um, some other little random housekeeping things, guys. Apparently, my podcast is showing up twice in uh, Apple Podcasts. You know, a while back, uh, my podcast got removed from Apple Podcasts. I had to go through the steps of getting that um, added back into Apple Podcasts. Got that fixed. Well, then I had to add a whole add it new, right? It was like it was a new podcast. Well, apparently, whatever was going on that removed it got fixed, so now it's showing up again but only like half the episode. So uh, my apologies if you're getting this thing twice showing up in your feed. I, I don't know what all's going on with that. I've already been in contact with Apple to try to get that worked out. So I've got a, a, a support ticket submitted and I've got to create yet another account to claim ownership of this second podcast and then try to uh, archive that and, and unpublish it. And hopefully that doesn't unpublish the real one, but whatever that that's that's neither here nor there hopefully we'll get that squared away uh, unfortunately the the one link that's showing up that has like several of my past reviews and not that i've ever seen a written review on the podcast I'm, i've never really asked y'all for that uh, i've ever only ever seen just people that have you know hit the however many stars um, the one that has it's only a handful it's like five or something like that um five reviews that are that are good they're not written but they're just you know good reviews that's the one that doesn't have all the episodes so that's probably the one that's going to go away and then the one that's like i've got one uh, i think one five-star review and one two-star review have a idea where that came from but you know whatever that's some of that drama that's happened in the past with with trolls that come into clans and servers and then uh leave bad reviews because you expect them to uh obey i don't know the laws of decency but anyway uh that's the one that's going to be sticking around um 
probably after I get this fixed. So if you see my podcast disappear from your feed again, it's probably because Apple, and and you can't see my air quotes that I'm doing here, uh, fixed in air quotes the problem again. And uh, yeah, so pay attention to that. If something happens screwy with the links again, I'll post new links in the Discord server so that that folks can find it. And I appreciate all you guys who are hopping around and and following me regardless of whatever is going on. Uh, So another thing that we learned this week is that international reviews on podcasts don't get displayed. Uh, And that was another one that I learned from Knob and then Green Arrow chimed in. Um, Apparently Knob submitted a written review of the podcast months ago, and I never knew it. Um, So if if you guys are, are listening from outside the United States and have submitted a written review, or if you are outside the United States and from your um, podcast provider can see that there are written reviews, I've never seen them. Uh, so take a screenshot and, and, and send it to me. That's what Knob did with his. He went back and, and looked uh, through his podcast provider, found his old written review, and sent me a screenshot of it so that I could see it. And I'm, I'm going to read it on the channel. And you know what? I don't care if it's a five-star review, a one-star review, whatever. Um, bad reviews only help me learn from what's going on and maybe get better, which is what I'm trying to do with everything in my life, right? I want to get better. So I don't care if it's a one-star review, a five-star review, whatever. Take a screenshot of it, send it to me, because the only ones I've ever seen have been from the U.S., apparently, and I've never seen any written reviews from the U.S. So Knob says, uh, a wealth of knowledge. Our host, Catfish, Catfish? Man, I can't even, but I can't even say my own name. Our host, Catfish, is well worth listening to, no matter what stage of the game you are at. Keep up the good work, Catfish, K-O-Z, Knob. Uh, Nob, thanks, brother, uh, for the for the kind words. That's nice to hear that uh, that there's folks out here uh, that are appreciating what I am trying to do, and uh, I've I've enjoyed the few months that I've been involved with this, and hopefully I'll continue doing it. Um, and again, if if anybody does see the written reviews out there, take a screenshot, send it my way. I'll I'll read them. I don't care what they say, as long as they are PG. I'm not going to read anybody who is given a a uh, an f-bomb laden review that's that's just not my style sorry um maybe we'll we'll get sparky to bleep those out uh and 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 fix that and clean it up for us all right so back to a little bit of clash of clans content what armies have y'all been using uh this past well a little over a week has been really weird for me because like i said i had a bunch of heroes down I had to miss the first day of CWL because I had uh, my Archer Queen came up right before CWL, but the Grand Warden and Barbarian King were down for through the first day. So I've been experimenting with weird stuff, trying to figure out, I don't know, how to stay in Legend League while I have heroes down. Um, did several air armies, played around with, um, with still doing the mass drags with Blizzard because Blizzard seemed to be the the way that I could secure that town hall even though I didn't have uh, all of my heroes there to get in and you know that's where a couple of those fails came in because I I start that Blizzard first you know time running this and forget that I don't have a warden uh, to protect that blimp uh, on its way in and I, I forgot to bring I forgot to change up my army to provide some tanks for the blimp so you know that that was a learning experience had to get better through that um, 
figured out a way to, to, to still do that even if there was a cord town hall. Uh, I did a few few ground armies, you know, went back to my, my witches, which didn't work as well when you don't have all of the heroes in to help tank for things. But again, um, still was able to manage mostly two stars, usually lower, lower percentages. Um, but still was able to manage a few things. Even tried like a couple uh, uh, P.E.K.K.A. Smash or Yeti Smash attacks, um, which seemed to do well, you know, ground pounding in through there as long as I could ensure that I was going to get something in to get to the town hall. Uh, so I've been trying to vary up the types of attacks I'm using. Um, one, I need to get better at, at different types of attacks and not use the same thing over and over again. And, uh, and I also need to get ready for these summer scrims, right? We've got to make sure that we have a, a well-rounded uh, arsenal of attacks that we can use so that regardless of what bases these uh, filthy tryhards throw at us, we'll be able to at least, you know, I don't know, get that 50% two-star. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, so right now that I have everything back up, I'm using a... Uh, a queen charge dragon rider um, my dragon riders are the last thing that's in my lab unfortunately so i don't have a maxed uh, but i do have several um of the the potions set aside for you know when i need to do um attacks that really count so i'm doing my legend league count my legend league attacks with these level two dragon riders coming in i've tried a couple different variants the uh the the queen charge dragon rider i'm liking um, I just need to get a little faster at it. I, I think I let my queen charge go too long and then I end up with some time fails. Um, but I, I need to get better at, at queen charges. I used to do queen charge all the time. I kind of got out of that habit. Uh, so at least I'm, I'm getting, I am liking the value I'm getting out of my queen charges again. So maybe I'll, I'll start, uh, trying to do a couple more queen charge type attacks. Uh, now that I'm, I'm finally remembering how to funnel her into where she needs to go. Uh, I've had a lot fewer fails where she decides to walk when she was supposed to charge. So I'm at least getting better on that queen charge portion of it. Now I just gotta, you know, finish out the, the rest of, uh, the cleanup on that. Uh, our man, Big D, he, uh, he always, always complains about time fails, right? He'll, uh, He's a busy man. He's working really hard right now, working a lot of hours, so he ends up missing a lot of his Legend League attacks, which is why he's not super high in trophies. But when he's able to get him in, the dude is usually a high 90s percent um, attacker, and most of the time it's it's going to come down to a time fail. Uh, it's not that he, he had a, a bad plan. He just needed to execute a little faster, and he's always complaining about his time fails in, in clan chat and in Discord. Well, he shared his army with me so that I could practice it, um, very first attack I did using Big D's, uh, Queen Charge Dragon Rider Army was a 97% time fail, and I had so many troops that were still alive. <laughs> I had, I took a screenshot, posted it Discord, like, hey, use the time fail king's, uh, army for the first time after finally getting my heroes back up, and I time failed. So, I get it, man. Uh, got getting that timing down and not letting that queen charge go too long is really important. Uh, but after that, I was able to secure a couple triples with it. Uh, and then I forgot how to apparently, you know, path my dragon riders because then I had a, a few poor attacks. But we'll get back on the, back on the saddle on that one. And, uh, and I'm going to be practicing that one today. And see what I will move on to tomorrow. Uh, so uh, if anybody else has any crazy attacks that have been working for them, anything that you've seen that hasn't really been covered a lot, because uh, I like to do off-meta stuff. I don't want to be that guy that's just doing the on-meta things. 
um, because that's what a lot of the bases get built for, right? Is the on-meta stuff, and I love using the little bit weird and quirky uh, things. I like doing, you know, going back and trying some old stuff to see if uh, base builders forgot about that type of attack, and uh, if if uh, we can do things that are a little bit weird and different. So, when it comes to these summer scrims coming up, y'all be looking out for me doing, I don't know weird quirky things hopefully it'll still work out for me and we'll be able to to do some good attacks and, and continue working on there all right y'all so time for that random question of the week that i talked about you know last week we did the you know what's your favorite sandwich uh sticking along with that kind of theme um in 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 the theme of what this past weekend was for uh, us americans uh, with independence day let me know uh, if y'all were in my backyard on 4th of July, hanging out by the pool, and the question rang out, you had to choose, hot dog or hamburger, catfish's man in the grill, and those are your choices, hot dog or hamburger, which one are you choosing? And secondly, do either of those count as a sandwich? I don't, I don't know. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, yeah, it's completely random stuff. Uh, next week we'll come up with something maybe that's not food related. But uh, given that we just talked about these sandwiches and that we just had some uh, awesome stuff this weekend, I want to know, are you team hot dog or are you team hamburger? And why? Uh, remember, I'm man in the grill. They're free to you. You don't have to worry about paying for it. So come on over to the backyard barbecue and we'll, uh, we'll get you hooked up with something to eat. All right, y'all, I think that is going to be about it for this week's episode. Uh, I want to thank y'all for riding with me, and uh, I want to thank y'all for the interaction that we've had in Discord. Uh, remember, uh, we're going to try to get better, right? That's going to be the theme of, of my, my podcast and my channel. Um, let me know what you're doing to get better, not just in the Clash of Clans, but, but in life in general, right? Uh, this weekend, we're doing some volunteer work. Uh, with our city, my, my daughter got commissioned to uh, help with some city beautification stuff and to do some small art installations. Uh, so we're going to be helping her out with that, doing some volunteer hours to uh, to make our city look a little bit better. And uh, part of her artwork is going to be just providing some positivity out into the world. Uh, and that's, that's uh, what I would love to promote. So what are you doing out in your communities to, to help make your communities better? I'd, I'd love hearing these good stories and, and want to encourage and, and lift each other up. Uh, so before we go, a couple more shout-outs. We've already shouted out Sir Cello Pup a couple times. Shouted out Nob for participating in uh, the conversations going on. And in Proverbs and in uh, Tribe of Judah always get their shout-outs, uh, it seems, on just about every episode. Uh, today, I want to shout-out Got Band. Uh, Got Band is the guy who has been... Uh, working hard to put together the schedule for the summer scrims and setting up the, the league and all that we uh those of the team captains we've been trying to to recruit more and more teams to come in and do this because we had an odd number we didn't want to have an odd number because that means we got to schedule by weeks into the schedule uh and we just weren't getting enough people to, to sign up to to prevent that so got banned worked and got the schedule put together and we've got these things out. We've got the first matches coming up. Uh, I'm sure some of y'all are starting your matches now. And we've got ours with Jericho Rising coming up in a few days. Uh, so thank you to Got Band and all of the rest of the event coordinators 
over in the Clash Files family for working hard to get these cool events and leagues and things set up for us. Uh, and we really do appreciate everything that you got going on. So uh, best wishes to all the clans out there that are participating in the scrims this week. Uh, we hope that the first week goes very well. Can't wait to see what happens. And uh, can't wait to see who comes home with that championship belt at the end of the season. Hopefully it'll be somebody from the Knights of Zion family. And if not, you know what? We'll all have had fun doing it. Uh, that's what the point of this game is, is to have some fun. So with that being said, I hope that all of y'all will stay safe and have some fun while you're out there playing in traffic. Bye for now.